that Judgment Day and how it is coming. I want to thank everybody that is just joining in. If you have had a hard time finding the streams lately, don't worry. Rumble is working on that. When you are attacked as a uh, platform as Rumble is, and then even further, if you go into the LFA TV channel, and we are being hacked and attacked constantly by hackers in the UK and in China, but guess what? We're still here. We're still persevering. You're still here every day, and we've got a job to do. So thank you for being here. Judgment Day is coming, folks, and I want to start out today by playing two clips, both from Representative Byron Donalds, congressman of the great sunshine state of Florida, literally using his First Amendment and his knowledge to, I guess, have a debate or a discussion with Pierce Morgan. Now, why we ever, ever try to have a rational conversation with Pierce Morgan is beyond me, especially when we're talking about the United States and England, and why we don't do things the way Pierce Morgan thinks we should. Pierce, you've been here long enough. You've been served enough within interviews by people like Alex Jones and others. You would think you'd get the hint, but here he is trying to bump his gums again about how we should handle things here in America. Last I checked, the last time you had any say-so was that on that was 1776, but... Here's Byron De- uh, Donald handling him correctly, folks. To be, to be truthful, nobody trusts this administration. They're flagrantly violating a, a border security law. Yeah, but this comes law. back. It's, but Not even immigration law. This is border security listen, law. Listen, so listen, 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 I agree with you that what's happening on okay. the border is completely out of control, a dereliction yes. of duty by Joe Biden, and it's got to be fixed. But America is, last time I checked, the number one superpower in the world, the richest and most powerful country on earth. Are you telling me it can't control its border and at the same time stop a Russian dictator taking over European countries? Really? Not with not with Joe Biden as president because the man is but the master of the disaster. It wouldn't be with you, you either, that's would it? happening in our country, Pierce. It wouldn't be if Republicans were so in charge. Pierce, our responsibility right now is to hold the line and make sure our border is secure because Joe Biden is such a terrible leader he won't even take care of first things first here in America. So if he won't do that, we have to force him to do that. To be, to be truthful, nobody... Tr- so there you go. And, and and again, Pierce, yes, we are the number one superpower in the world, but we're quickly, quickly dying. Our military is weak. Our, um, our financial um, ability around the world has been diminished and destroyed by this presidency. We look terrible. We look weak. We're embarrassed on a daily basis. And when Pierce says, well, I guess it wouldn't be with you either. I guess Republicans either. No, we had a Republican. His name was Donald Trump and he had the border secure and there were no world wars anywhere that had to do with anything with our allies or getting us involved with anything. So the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. And he tried to goat Byron Donalds into saying, you know, arguing with him when he just, Byron just kept on the issue. So for that, I think Byron um, definitely said what he needed to say. But this guy, Pierce Morgan, what are you talking about? America is the richest and biggest superpower in the world. Okay, so how does that make us liable for everybody else's crap? It doesn't. It doesn't. And it's not our job to stop the dictator from going into Ukraine that isn't an ally of the United States of America. So put your hands up in the chat if you think that, uh, that Pierce Morgan should get the dumb, dumb award of the day. But I've got another clip here to show you of uh, Byron Donalds 
uh, talking about Hunter Biden, talking about Joe Biden, talking about this impeachment. Uh, and this was the source here is uh, terrible Fox News. What they're trying to do is they're trying to kill me, knowing that it will be a pain greater than my father could be able to handle. And so therefore destroying a presidency in that way. How do you respond to that? Oh, please. I mean, look, Hunter Biden is a joke. He's got to stop this mess. Ain't nobody trying to kill him. Hunter, <laughs> you were running across the globe using your daddy's name, shaking down foreign companies and, com and foreign com and countries. That's what you were doing. You were laundering the money. You weren't paying taxes. You were not paying your fair share. It's a joke. It's not to be taken seriously. This family has been had has led a public corruption scheme for years using Joe Biden's office to do so. That is a pay for play scheme congress has a responsibility to investigate that that's exactly right and we have the paperwork we have the money trails we have the receipts we have the bank records we have the seven flagged uh the seven times that the bank flagged the money coming into the united states as some kind of a fraudulent payment or some kind of a laundering scheme i mean when the bank institutions actually flag something and the and the records and the receipts and the proof and the evidence and all the investigation that the house has done has actually backs that up and goes further then yeah there's your evidence so i wish i wish that all of these dummy Democrats who get on the on the on the uh, in front of the camera and say, "Well, this is just him trying to help his son," and blah blah blah. I wish the reporters would actually hold them to task and not let them say that stuff. I really wish that the reporters were like us, the journal the journalists were like the journalists on LFA TV, where we are forceful. We're not going to let you get away with that crap. And I like that's what um, about what Byron Donald said there. Ain't nobody trying to kill him. He needs to stop this crap. Everybody knows his daddy, him and his daddy were running this pay-for-play scheme. And that's exactly what it was. Him and his daddy were running a pay-for-play scheme. And I can see everybody in the chat feels that we should definitely give Pierce Morgan the dumb, dumb award of the day. So the people have spoken without further ado, folks. That's right. The dumb, dumb award of the day goes to Pierce Morgan. But I'd like to give the smarty award of the day, at least one of them, if I could, to Byron Donalds, because he's exactly right. I like the way he goes on all the other stations and holds the MSM accountable. All right, folks, I want to go in right now and I want to give some acknowledgement to some people who not only uh, keep the lights on here at LFA TV, but also... Uh, people who sent things in the mail. We've got a bunch of stuff written down here, a bunch of great names. Here's some monthly donors that I would like to acknowledge real quick that, that without you, we don't exist. How about Janet? Janet Spikes, thank you very much. Adrian Tiner, uh, Tiner thank you so very much. J uh, I love this name, by the way. Javina, Javina Edburn, Edburn, thank you so very much. Veronica Brown, we appreciate your monthly donation here. We know that it's difficult. We know that um, you got a ton of other monthly uh, things that you got to pay for, and we know it's hard, so thank you so much. Amy Allen, thank you so very much. Teresa Coraview, Deborah Savrenka, and Josephine Perry, thank you for your monthly contribution here on LFA. I'd also like to thank the following people who sent us stuff that we got in the mail over the last couple days. Teresa Shaver, thank you. Jean Havy, God bless you and thank you. Uh, she got a call from a wrong number and told the lady about LFA. And um, we have a letter here to read about children's rights in the UN as well. Jan uh, Janelle Mitten, Rockin' Rev Dean, 
By the way, you're going to see something here on LFA TV today that was sent to me by Rock and Rev Dean last night. Sonja Woodruff, thank you so very much. Diane Kiko, thank you very much for that wood manger scene. Um, what a beautiful gift that was. Joanne Saxton, thank you so very much. Um, R. Nelson, God bless you. We got your song. It is waiting to be unpacked from the move. Uh, donation, lost job of 15 years, praying for the Lord's provision during this time. We're praying as well. Jim and Barbara, God bless you. Sandy Williams, thank you very much. We will read your letter. Sandra Duvall, thank you. Liz Bowman, God bless you. Cindy Keys, thank you so very much. Um, all of you guys, Amanda and and uh, and Caden, you guys are great. Everything that you send us is always awesome. Mary D'Agostino, as always, God bless you. Um, Ashley, Ashley Hammonds, thank you very much. Ashlyn Hammonds. Uh, Nancy Graves, uh, thank you very much. Nancy Hurler. God bless you, Angie Gamboa, Sylvia Wright, Lucinda Shepard, and Susan Saunders. Thank you for everything that, we've, uh, that you sent in the mail. And we know that there's tons more coming, and we just thank you all in advance. Right now, I would like to go to the Lord in prayer. And folks, this morning, we had one heck of a rise up. We had one heck of a rise up this morning, folks. And if you can, please go to Romans Chapter 12, verse 9, okay? And it's talking about behaving like a Christian. And I'd like to read from verse 9 and then beyond if I could. And we talked about just your little behavior. Little behaviors, ladies and gentlemen. Little tiny behavior modifications can really change your life. And it was a wonderful rise up this morning. So let love be love without hypocrisy. That means when you love somebody, really love somebody. Really love them. Put them before you. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honor, giving preference to one another. That means putting them above you. Being selfless, not selfish. Amen? Not lagging in diligence. Fervent in the spirit. Serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope. Patient. In tribulation. Continuing steadfastly in prayer, which is probably the most important part of that, distributing to the needs of the saints given to hospitality. Folks, it really is all about what would Jesus do in this situation? How would Jesus act in this situation? And then applying that to your life. Pretty incredible. All right, remove your hats, remove your headphones, and in the name of Yeshua, let's bow our heads, focus on the cross, and go to God in prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Folks, we got 3,800 people watching. Usually we've been hitting about 3,500 people by the time we hit the Lord's Prayer. So that in of itself, ladies and gentlemen, is an upgrade. Thank you all. I'll ask you to please click that thumbs up and please share out your video as we get ready for the first and foremost section. We will go to our sponsors to start the show. And the first one, folks, is Cozy Earth. Try the Cozy Earth different difference today. Real, beautiful, wonderful 
uh, luxury, bedwear, bathwear, robes, uh, soft com- uh, comfort living. You know what I mean? What you jump into at 6 p.m. when you get home, 7 p.m., before or after supper, you jump into something more uh, comfortable, let it be cozy earth. Try the cozy earth difference, folks. Softest fabric in the world, fabric in the world, guaranteed. Perfect temperature, machine washable. As a matter of fact, they want you to wash them as much as you possibly can. See what sets them apart from everybody else. There's a hundred wash guarantee. If it's not better by the time you've washed it a hundred times, send it back for a full money back guarantee. You can get up to 40% off this Christmas season um, on everything and 40% off everything in the bedding if you go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code LFA today. And don't think that underneath those clothes you have not used, oh, that's the wrong one right there, that you have not used, that's later, the OFP Farm soap on that skin before you put on that bamboo bedding, folks. OFP Farms is the top notch, the best uh, cosmetic soap, lotion, beard, and uh, beard products, chapstick, all of it made from goat milk, and the goats are born on their farm, cared for on their farm, loved on their farm, given passion and kindness to on their farm, and those goats in turn give them the best milk to make the best products, and then all of them get together, the goats too, from what I hear, the goats are right on the assembly line right there, bah, bah, working right along with the family, packaging that into this beautiful gift box for you for Christmas, OFPFarms.com, using the promo code LFA20 at your Uh, purchase point and you'll get 20% off that is LFA 20 LFA 20 is a promo code to get 20% off everything on OFP farms big shout out to Denise and Corey big shout out to Kevin dancing on the screen now ladies and gentlemen lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the day as we just hit 4,000 people who are ready for some LFA I know I am I know you are and today folks we got a lot of good news And we've got a lot of breaking news. Yesterday, you probably know that the impeachment inquiry passed, okay? What you might not know is that the impeachment inquiry that passed, um, giving the House more funds, more ability, more power to dig deeper into the Biden crime family, it passed with all 221 House Republicans voting to open up the impeachment inquiry. I did not think that was going to happen. It's amazing how Joe Biden definitely does bring everybody together. All right. The vote went up along party lines, 221 to 212. So what does that mean, folks? Well, with this vote, the House is now in a better position to really fight this an illegal standing, to be able to make sure that if this and when this, I should say, gets challenged in a court of law, they will have all their ducks in a row. They will have literally opened up all opportunities to investigate properly. Um, so now they're in a better, better, better legal standing fight when the White House obstructs, uh, I mean, objects, I should say, but obstructs is probably a better word. So ladies and gentlemen, um, Where does that leave us with getting some justice for having a stolen election? The beginning. I guess the beginning is the best answer. 
because we all know that this is not going to go through the Senate. The Senate is not going to vote to impeach Joe Biden in a trial in the Senate. But it never was for that. It was for two reasons. Truth to the American people, because most people just still don't know. Truth to the American people was the number one reason. And the second reason, 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign of constantly watching the liberal, progressive, Marxist, communist, left-wing of this country melt down on their own channels day in and day out to talk about how it's not fair. How it's not fair. So 221. That is a huge, huge number to all vote for that because I thought for sure Ken Buck and others would say, no, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm a rhino. I like my cushy job. Even though I'm retiring, I'll still be taken care of. I could not believe that all of them voted. Quote, we think a formal vote of the majority of the House on record for a power that solely resides with the House of Representatives that helps us if, in fact, we've got to go to court, Judiciary Chairman Committee uh, Jim Jordan of Ohio said. Hopefully, just passing it in of itself is enough to say, okay, guys, come on, it's time to talk. The vote is expected in the evening after five. This was yesterday. And like I said, it passed 221 to 212. So I guess for that, we will say this needed to happen before the Christmas break. We said that this needed to happen. We prayed for this to happen. And I guess we'll see where it goes. Now, I'm saying that, and I'm not celebrating that much because of actions taken in the last couple days by Mike Johnson himself. Although, I am happy that we've started this process because we needed to keep it going through the Christmas break, which means it needed to start before the Christmas break. So that is where we are with that and we will keep you updated daily, all day, here on LFA TV. Now, all of this is surrounding the same thing, the Biden crime family. So who's involved in this impeachment, in the inquiry, in the investigation? Well, it's Hunter Biden, it's Joe Biden, it's the other members of their family, it's Jill, it's James Biden, and everybody that they used and abused in order to enrich themselves illegally with money coming from foreign interests that they laundered into the country and into their bank accounts. So the reason for all of this, Hunter is at the center of it. And as you know, yesterday, Hunter was supposed to be deposed. He was supposed to go behind closed doors. He was summoned to do so. He was subpoenaed to do so. And you cannot just say no to a congressional subpoena. As a matter of fact, Steve Bannon, Peter Navarro, and others have actually sacrificed themselves and their freedom to set this precedent. And the precedent was set. And we told you that day was going to come where the shoe was on the other foot. What you may not know, though, is who aided and abetted Hunter Biden into skipping the deposition that he was legally obligated to go to and instead do a news press conference outside to say, I'm here, talk to me, as if it was going to be done out on the street. Eric Fartwell and the White House aided and abetted a crime after colluding with Hunter Biden's attorneys to defy the congressional subpoena. 
Now, you might have heard a little bit about this, but we're going to dig deeper into it right now. Eric Swalwell has been accused of fully and officially aiding and abetting a crime after colluding with Hunter Biden and his lawyer, Abe Lowell, to defy the congressional subpoena which demanded that Hunter Biden's testimony on charges related to influence peddling and his business dealings, um, the House source alleges. And as you know, yesterday he came there and he was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm here. You want to talk to me? Here I am. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's not that easy and it doesn't go that quick because disgraced Democrat Eric Fartwell, who was removed from the House Intelligence Committee over his relationship with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy, organized the press conference. That's right. He's the one who organized the press conference. According to the letter sent by Representative James Comer and Representative Jim Jordan, contrary to the assertions in your letter, there is no choice for Mr. Biden to make the subpoenas to, uh, to make the subpoenas compel him to appear for a deposition on December 13th. If Hunter Biden does not appear for his deposition on December 13th, the committees will initiate a contempt of Congress proceeding, which they are now initiating. What does a contempt of Congress mean? Well, because the fact that Peter Navarro and because of the fact that Steve Bannon and others showed you what that means, the power to arrest somebody is supposed to lie with the Department of Justice. But the Department of Justice will more than likely refuse to jump all over this, and they will more than likely refuse to lock Hunter Biden up. So what is our recourse after that? Mike Johnson. Mike Johnson is the Speaker of the House. Mike Johnson is in charge of the Capitol Police, the Capitol Security. Mike Johnson has a jail cell in the House of Representatives down below Congress, the congressional halls. Mike Johnson can order the Capitol Police to arrest Hunter Biden and put him in there on contempt charges and hold him there indefinitely. And you know how I know this? Because they're doing it to the January 6th defendants as well. You see, Washington, D.C. does not fall in the District of the United States of America, does not fall really into the jurisdiction of the United States of America. So pretty much everything can be done in Washington, D.C. in the swamp. So he does have that ability to do that. Will he do it? Probably not. We'll see. So what do the contempt charges mean if nothing is going to be done? I guess we'll see. But that's where we are. Eric Swalwell... And what you're about to see, Joe Biden helped, aided, and abetted officially Hunter Biden into committing a crime against we the people and the people that we put in office in the House of Representatives. Listen to this. Green Jean-Pierre, the White House press secretary, had to say today about Hunter Biden. And amid everything else today, did he spend any time watching what his son had to say outside the Capitol? So a couple, just a couple of things on that, and I want to be really clear. Look, uh, as you know, Hunter Biden is a private citizen, and so I certainly would refer you to his representatives. Um, look, you know, um, the president was certainly familiar uh, with what his son was going to say. Well, what, what was that? I love it, Ed. You asking the question and then you here on America Decides, lucky us. So you were in the White House briefing room today. You asked the question about 
president's knowledge of his son and what he would say outside of the U.S. Senate. Take us behind the scenes at the White House as they deal with the private citizen, Hunter Biden, but the political overtones and uh, of almost everything that was unfolding today. This is one of those things that make you go, hmm, moments, Bob, because normally when it comes to Hunter Biden, Kareen and other officials have been tight-lipped and refused to say anything at all about what the president knows, whether he's been talking to his son about it, other than to say, of course, that he loves his son, he supports him, and he stands by him. But to say that the president was familiar with what Hunter was planning to do today, to go to Capitol Hill and so publicly and defiantly defy a congressional subpoena, something the president has said in the past about certain people should lead to some kind of punishment, if not prosecution, uh, is notable. Because now it's going to create a slippery slope of other queries by congressional Republicans. Well, what else has the president Eric known Swalwell right there. about Hunter Biden's decision to either defy Congress or potentially face prosecution from the Justice Department? How actively is he potentially mm -hmm. advising his son on all of this? And what kind of an effect does that have on his presidency? Which was also notable then to see Kareem point out that despite the deep personal problems and anguish the president has over this, because remember, this is rooted in his son's addiction issues, he remains focused on the American people's concerns. The meeting with Zelensky yesterday, the meeting with the hostage families today, a meeting he had with his infrastructure council. The idea being he can be a father worried about his son, but he will still be president focused on big issues. That's not true, because he knew his son was going to defy a congressional subpoena. Something that you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to do that. And we know that because people were jailed. So if you've got Joe Biden and the White House, and you've got a disgraced Chinese spy, um, I, I mean, how long was he with her? Three? I mean, he was with her for years, right? Eli, can you find out how long Eric Fartwell, Eric Swalwell, was dating that Chinese spy? I think it was like three years or two years he was dating her. She's no longer here. She's gone now. She got everything she needed. And she's up. She bounced. But they were together for quite some time. And they colluded and worked together to commit a crime. So they should be jailed. Mike Johnson and Merrick Garland should be working to jail them too. But while all this is going on, you've got people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Sheila Jackson and all of these representatives that are Democrats that are blatantly lying to the public, blatantly causing propaganda that is going to lead to more division and potential civil war, and they should be locked up too because they're blatantly lying to you and to the public that there is no evidence no proof and no witnesses in any of what the Republicans are alleging. Eli? Uh, so, her first, uh, engagement or dealings with him started in so, yeah. So, yeah. So, Eli says that the first engagements that Eric Swalwell and Fang Fang had together were around 2014, which would make their relationship be about three years because we found out about four, five years, six years ago that this was happening. So, She's bits and pieces now. Yeah, that's well. Here, let's let's go to AOC real quick. Watch this ridiculousness. Thank you. Just to, and just one more point to add on to this, and to also address some of the questions that were raised earlier. I think it's important 
that the committee issued a subpoena and Hunter Biden is here in an attempt to comply with that subpoena. It is the committee that has rejected the terms that they themselves set out for compliance with that subpoena that, that is now preventing a public and due process from happening. So when we try and when folks try to raise things that may have happened with other investigations or January 6th, whatever that may be, witnesses that were called and subpoenaed during that time did not even make an attempt to comply with the subpoena. The chairman laid out himself the terms of what compliance looks like. He said compliance with the subpoena means that you can show up either in private or in public, whichever you choose. And when his own option was chosen, he decided to reject it at the last minute. Secondly, it's oh, wow. also important to note that not only is the committee not allowing Hunter Biden to testify publicly, but they have not called a single witness, a single first-hand witness to any of their allegations. They haven't allowed anybody to testify publicly because they do not have a single witness to any of their alleged allegations. They don't. We have asked virtually every single person that has come to testify for this committee, have you seen, witnessed, participated in a room, anything with first-hand testimony of any of what is being alleged? And every single witness that they have called before us has said no. I haven't seen anything, didn't hurt anything, wasn't party to anything. So this is just storytelling at this point. This is a nice story. And to add to the ranking member Raskin's questions, there's not, this is not just a who done it, it's not just a what is it, but it's also a where's the beef. And they don't have any. So this right now is a waste of our time, and we should go back to legislating for the actual benefit of the American people. Oh, what's the matter, horse mouth? What's the matter, low IQ? You don't know what's going on? You want to talk about stories like the ones you're telling? There's not a single witness. There's not a single person privy to any information. There's not a single eyewitness to any of this. Really? Nobody's not once testified about this? They haven't done their due diligence in leading up to this point? To make sure that they got an impeachment inquiry? No. I wonder if she's heard of the name Tony Bobolinsky. Does that name sound familiar to any of you? I wonder if she's heard of the name um, Joseph Ziegler. Does that name sound familiar to you? Hmm. I wonder if she's heard the name Gary Shapley. Does that name sound familiar to any of you? So we've got Tony Bobolinsky, Gary Shapley, Joseph Ziegler, and how about Poroshenko? What about Poroshenko from Ukraine? What about him? Does he know anything? Has he been talked to? The answer is, ladies and gentlemen, every single one of those people Devin Archer, have, has, have they talked to him? So we've got Devin Archer, Tony Bobolinsky, Gary Shapley, Joseph Ziegler, Poroshenko. How many other people have we spoke about or spoke to about this or put them under oath or put them uh, in a room and gotten testimony from them? 
nothing but lies. Vladimir Zelensky will not let Poroshenko leave Ukraine. Why? Wonder why. So, again, when you're lying to the American people purposely, knowing that none of what you just said is true, you should be jailed as well. When you are literally, I mean, if we're talking about propaganda and we're talking about, you know, uh, President Trump's words caused problems and caused civil disobedience, well, where do you think this is going to go? That is why those reporters suck, by the way. And if you agree with me, let's do one big round of sharing. Even if you've already shared to Facebook, True Social, Twitter, Getter, let's all do one big round of sharing because I know we can get over 5,000 people here on LFA TV. So now, now, let's go back and talk about Joe Biden and the remarks that he made in his life about what should happen to somebody if they defy a congressional subpoena. Eli, you want to take any guesses on what he's going to say? If you defy a congressional subpoena, what should happen? Guess we'll see. We asked the president tonight, what is his response to this? What does he think of people who are defying these subpoenas? And should the Justice Department prosecute them? And this is what he told us. I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they be prosecuted by the Justice Department? I do, yes. Wow. Wow. Should they be prosecuted by the Justice Department if they don't answer the subpoenas? I do, yes. I do think that, yes. Well, there you go. There you go. Go get him, Merrick Garden Gnome Garland. He's right there for the taking. Now, do you guys remember Matthew Whitaker? Donald Trump had put Matthew Whitaker in, I believe he was the acting uh, director of the, uh, of the DOJ, maybe it was, there for a while. I can't remember exactly what uh, position that Donald Trump made Matt Whitaker. Uh, he was just the acting, I think he was the acting director of the DOJ, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he joined Fox News. Ugh, I hate playing clips from Fox, but, you know, it is news. And he talked about this, and here's what he had to say about the entire thing. This is political theater at its best. Well, you know, perfectly scripted from the Hunter Biden team to make their points, to score, you know, as many points as they possibly can, and then to ultimately walk away. And so the American people will sort of see him speaking at the Capitol, but without the liability or risk uh, that that it would otherwise involve Martha. You know, I think we're going to right now see whether there's a two-tiered system of justice. I think that, you know, in the documents case, Joe Biden got a walk. President Trump continues to fight through that. But, you know, we had people like Peter Navarro and Steve Bannon that were indicted by DOJ for ignoring a congressional subpoena. And now that Hunter Biden has done it, we'll see whether Merrick Garland is willing to do it. But, you know, the one other thing I would like to make on this point is that Hunter Biden's team had a very simple calculation. He's already facing six felony charges for guns and taxes. He's got about you know six misdemeanor charges as well on the tax case. So one more misdemeanor for ignoring a congressional subpoena. I think they were willing to risk that legally because he's in real hot water with those other cases. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Matt Whitaker, who I, I, I like Matt Whitaker. I think he's always done a pretty good job. Uh, at everything he's done. And yeah, he was the acting attorney general there for a while, temporary attorney general. Um, 
I think he's right. I think he's right. Um, this is political theater, and he's already got these felony charges as it is. So he probably thinks, what's a couple more? What's another misdemeanor charge? I already got, I'm facing all these felony charges as it is. What is a, another misdemeanor charge? And that's probably the way they looked at it. They probably said it's, it's, it's better to take the misdemeanor charge now and control the news cycle. It's better to take the misdemeanor charge on top of all these other felony charges that we have and make sure that we are pushing out the narrative outside Capitol and not letting the narrative come from within inside the Capitol where I can be held accountable, where I can be put under oath. See what I'm saying? It's all political theater, but we're coming for you. Folks, we have 4,700 people watching right now. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you spending time out of your precious day to keep us locked and loaded right here on your phones, on your TVs, on your tablets, and on your computers. If you have the ability and you have a Rumble profile, please give us a thumbs up. The more you do that, the more we are seen on the front page. And we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about two major wins for Donald Trump yesterday in court, in the Supreme Court, actually. Two major wins, and like I said, we'll get to that in just one second. First of all, I want to go and talk about, I pulled him up earlier and I got him up again, folks. It is the Tack Right Mini Chainsaw, folks. This thing, exactly what you see right here when we go through and scroll these videos here. See how it is? See, see that's about, that's the size of it right there. Very, very easy to handle. Very compact. Like I said, ergonomic so that it can, anybody can hold it. Anybody can use it. Whether you're young or old, I don't, I do not recommend letting your children get a hold of this, but you know what I mean. Whether you're relatively young or you're elderly or whatever, you don't need to go out and grab the big Husqvarna chainsaw to do tiny jobs around your house, and you don't need to call somebody to do it either. You can go to TackRightLFA.com. That is TackRightLFA.com. You can get you one, two, or three of these little mini chainsaws. As you can see, whether you're cutting up light brush or whether you're cutting up kindling, this is the perfect chainsaw for you. You can get yours today. 50% off, free shipping and handling, folks. Uh, Can it cut through a two-by-four board? Answer, yes, I've done it. I've even cut through bamboo right here on the channel. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to TackRightLFA.com. TackRightLFA.com. Get you or your father or your mother or your brothers and sisters one heck of a Christmas gift. TackRightLFA.com. Now, also, your CB distillery code for 30% off is now done. That ran through from Monday through Wednesday, but that doesn't mean you still can't go and get you a nice discount on CB Distillery using the promo code LFA. So I know that there's a lot of people out there that are adopting CBD into their life and removing the big pharma stuff out of their life. You know what I mean? Like minor stuff for headaches, migraines, aches, pains, joint problems, sleep issues, focus issues. All of that stuff can be taken care of naturally and you don't have to line big pharma's pockets to do it. Instead, you can spend your money where it actually counts with something natural and something that is a heck of a lot more proactive than reactive. CBDistillery.com, promo code LFA, CBDistillery.com, promo code LFA. Now let's get talking about big wins for Mr. Donald Trump, shall we? Folks, yesterday we got major news during the show, and we got major news after the show. Let's talk about the major news that we got after the show, and that is that the Fed, uh, Judge Chutkin has paused the Trump D.C. case amid the dispute 
over the immunity argument. This is massive. This is bigger than I can even explain, but let's get into it. Obama-appointed judge Tanya Chutkin paused Donald Trump's January 6th case brought forth by the DOJ and Jack Smith over the dispute over whether or not Donald Trump has or does not have complete and total immunity for the things that happened while he was president. Trump's lawyers argued that he is immune from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed. And Jack Smith says no. So Jack Smith decided to go around the D.C. appellate court, go straight to the Supreme Court of the United States. And it appears as of right now that this case and its proposed start date of March 4th is over, folks. Is over. Now for that, we will do exactly what we do when we get good news here on LFA TV. And for that, we will celebrate our good times. Folks, this is going to blow out the date. It will not happen on March 4th now. There is no possible way now that this trial date will happen on March 4th. Chutkin also just admitted that the pre-trial calendar is suspended. The March trial date is all but gone. Can I get an amen, ladies and gentlemen? Is not God moving? Hallelujah. This is huge, huge, huge news. Do you want to know why Judge Tanya Chutkin decided to pause it? Because she knows she's screwed. That's why. She knows she might lose her job. That's why. So while the Supreme Court decides whether or not President Donald J. Trump had immunity while he was president, Judge Tanya Chutkin says, "Uh uh-oh, it's about to get real. I'm going to pause everything. There are no more Dates set, no more hearings, no more pretrial hearings. The March date is now suspended and will most likely be completely out of the water or pushed back until it doesn't matter anyway because by the time the trial's done, Donald Trump would be president. Do you see the way things, ladies and gentlemen, are starting to come together? And this is the case that Jack Smith wanted expedited. That's exactly right. So that means the hole that they dug, they're falling in themselves. The trap that they set, they're falling in themselves. This is major, major news, okay? Now, Judge Chutkin actually did hold jurisdiction over a couple small things still. One of those is the gag order. She still says, I'm holding jurisdiction over the gag order. Yeah, right. How's that worked out for you so far? But she's given up jurisdiction in the rest of the case to the Supreme Court. So now what we have to do is pray, pray, pray fervently, like the verse of the day said from Romans 12, 9 today. Pray fervently, ladies and gentlemen. Again, this is something that they wanted. This is something Jack Smith wanted. And Tanya Chutkin says, look, now that this, now that you are both going to the Supreme Court because you both requested this, I'm out. For at least as, as of right now, I no longer have jurisdiction. It's really because she knows she's screwed. Can we bring up the Trump campaign's... Um, Statement, perfect, right there. Go ahead, let's read through this. 
Judge Chutkin has granted President Trump's motion to stay proceedings pending the resolution of the appeal on President Trump's immunity for doing his job as president and protecting our elections from fraud and abuse. This is a big win for President Donald J. Trump and our rule of law as it derails deranged Jack Smith's rush to judgment strategy of interfering in the 2024 election in support of Joe Biden's campaign. Woo! They waited almost three years to bring this case, ladies and gentlemen. And now they are desperately trying and failing, they said, to rush it because they know that Donald Trump is dominating the elections. The Constitution should not be suspended in a baseless prosecution, persecution against the leading candidate for president, this says this stay stops the trial itself and all discovery obligations. The stay will remain in effect while President Trump continues his appeal to appeal his assertion of presidential immunity, which should result in the complete dismissal of this witch hunt in its entirety. The American people, not the courts, should decide who becomes the president, and they are supporting President Donald J. Trump in historic numbers. Steve Chung, Trump spokesperson. Folks, does that not deserve a thumbs up? Does that not deserve a share? Does that not let you know that God is on the move? Hallelujah. We have 4,750 people watching. Shoot it out there to the family. Shoot it out there to the friends and let them know that case is D-O-A. So what does that leave us? The civil trial in New York which means nothing for Donald J. Trump and stopping his campaign. At the very most, it would be a $250 million lawsuit. Ooh. He might kick him out of New York for doing business. Ooh. Say goodbye to 10 other billionaires in the process. So that leaves us with Judge Eileen Cannon down in Florida. Well, we know how that's going. Donald Trump is beating the brakes off of Jack Smith down there because the rule of law is actually being respected by Judge Eileen Cannon in Florida. So that case is good. And then let's go to Georgia, where December 19th, they will show in a hearing in which LFA TV broke and which we gave that information to the Trump campaign at the request of Bernie Carrick last week. God bless. We've got Fannie Willis down here. We've got Brad Rappensberger down here. We've got Brian Kemp down here, where we now know that multiple, multiple, multiple thousands of ballots were duplicated, and we have the proof in the hearing is on December 19th, which I've already put out there and shown the world. So that case is going to go down the toilet. Long story short, ladies and gentlemen, I think that it's safe to say that this is going to lead to the biggest, baddest, best comeback in American history. The art of the comeback is definitely playing out right before your eyes. Can I get an amen? I'm going to pull up that rumble chat. I'm going to see how lively and happy you guys are about this beautiful news. Is this not the best news of the day? Melly says she's got tears in her eyes. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayers. Can I get an amen? We watched the mother and daughter cheat on tape. Amen. Amen. Playing out in real time, says Bad Moon. Cindy, I told you so moment. Amen. Look at all of this. Look at the love. Look at the, 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 the joy. Look at the celebrating. Somebody said, play the celebration song again. Let's go. Folks, this is great. This is absolutely great. This is a good moment today. We knew we were going to, we knew this was the path. We knew that God was on the move. 
Heaven is rejoicing. They've had the proof. Of course they have. But they've known that it's a 24-hour wrap-up smear campaign. Look, folks, I know that anything is possible. I do. I know that Donald Trump could be convicted in every one of these cases because we have corrupt judicial systems and judges and DAs. I get it. But you have to understand something, folks. I have faith. Same faith that I had in 2016 when Donald Trump had a 5% chance of winning. The same faith I had in 2020 when evil came in and used people like Mike Pence to steal it from us. It's the same faith that I have right now. I remain steadfast in what I know is going to happen in this country. And this country is experiencing a Jesus revival, which means we're making America godly again, which means by default, America is going to be made great again. And as a matter of fact, Donald Trump said, bigger and better than ever. Believe me. Folks, this is great news today. I am so incredibly excited, but there's more. Now, yesterday, during the show, Georgia's doing good things. Melanie Collier, you're doing good things, my dear. You're doing good things. And I know that I don't get back to all of you that are trying to reach out to me. I promise it's not because I don't care. It's just because, I. trust me, I can't even get back to my own kids sometimes. So we're all working for the greater good, and I am so happy to be able to report good news for you, okay? So in a nutshell, you're just joining in the D.C. case that Jack Smith has against Donald J. Trump is now paused in its entirety. No more obligations, no more hearings, no more discovery, no more anything. Wow. Eli, are you you excited? Ow. Ow. Okay, now check this out. Yesterday during the show, we had breaking news coming from uh, W. Wilson, actually, who was just on top of it. And that breaking news was that the Supreme Court will hear a lawsuit involving the unconstitutional Department of Justice's 1512C2 charges used to abuse Trump supporters after the January 6th protests. This is also big news because, ladies and gentlemen, as I go through this story and read this story to you, you'll have, you'll, at the end, we'll bring it all down to a close as to what this means if the Supreme Court actually rules in favor. All right? SCOTUS will hear. Fisher versus the United States of America. The lawsuit questioning the unconstitutional charges by the Department of Justice to abuse and punish January 6th protesters who came to Washington, D.C. to protest a stolen election. Okay? The case involves three January 6th defendants. Jake Lang, who uh, we and other people have reported on extensively. Garrett Miller, who pleaded guilty to 11 other criminal charges and was sentenced in February. And Joseph Fisher who, like Lang, continues to await trial. This um, massive news coming out of the Supreme Court yesterday was that they will take up this hearing. They will hear this. And ladies and gentlemen, if this decision that's gone to the Supreme Court, if in any way, shape, or form they rule in favor, this is going to exonerate pretty much every January 6th protester this is going to exonerate Donald Trump. This will be the end to any January, January 6th committee investigations or anything else. And the only investigation will be us investigating them. Now, check this out. Lang's decision to move his arguments to the Supreme Court follows a split ruling in the D.C. Court of Appeals in April. 
Two of the three judges on the appellate court panel ruled against U.S. District Judge Carl Nichols, who dismissed the 1512 felony obstruction charge in three separate cases against January 6th defendants. Okay? The split ruling reinstated the felony obstruction charge against Lang and two others, Garrett Miller and Joseph Fisher. Now, folks, if the Supreme Court... Let me just go, let me read it. Whether the Court of Appeals erred in, its, in, in concluding that the application of the felony for the official proceedings can be used to prosecute acts of violence against police officers in the context of public do, demen, demonstration that turned into a riot resulting in, in um, breathtaking applica- application of a statute that kind of just was broadened by the Department of Justice alone and saying because they engaged in this they were guilty of this which is not the truth because they didn't do what they were charged with they were just there kind of guilty by association if the supreme court rules with the defendants it's over with it is over with all of those january 6 defendants should be should be they'll be impacted at the very least they'll be impacted at the very least whether they're off let off completely i don't know whether they are reimbursed for the time that they were locked up i don't know not sure but according to the indictment counts two and three are tied to conspiracy to obstruct the official proceeding charges being reviewed by the supreme court so if the supreme court overturns it they're going to overturn the conspiracy thing which would drastically reduce any kind of punishment for them and donald trump so we have two major cases in the supreme court in favor of donald trump in favor of the January 6th defendants, in favor of the rule of law, and in favor of we the people. The Supreme Court has a lot riding on this right now. The country has a lot riding on the Supreme Court's decision right now. And we just approached 4,900 people live. I want to say thank you all for joining in. If you're just joining in, we just talked about two major Supreme Court cases, one that halted and stopped any of the trial going on in D.C. pertaining to Donald J. Trump in January 6th and the other pertaining to how they were charged and treated as opposed to other people in the country, the January 6th protesters by the DOJ. And if that is overturned, folks, it is pedal to the metal, full foot on the gas heading in to 2024. Please give us a big shout out. God bless you guys. Hit that thumbs up as we move on. Now, toy maker Hasbro has just laid off a thousand workers right before Christmas and Disney is to blame. The amount of money that Disney has lost is so large that I don't think Disney will ever recover from this. I know Disney owns everything, but everything Disney owns outside of the UFC they don't own the UFC. They own USP, ESPN, and the UFC has a deal with ESPN. Um, outside of that, everything is reducing. All of the attendance to, every, to everything they own, all the concerts, all the streaming services, all the toys, the clothes, people coming to Disney, people going to the theme parks both in Florida and California, drastically reduced in numbers and in dollars. And Hasbro, somebody said, Hasbro has been... That's incredible. Big shout out. Who said that? Dixie. Go woke, go broke. That's right. 
Why would a toy company be laying off so many workers just before Christmas? Shouldn't this be a boom time for them? Ask the elves in the North Pole. Some people suspect it's directly due to their partnership with Disney, a brand which has become so toxic for Americans in recent years that they don't even want to support anybody who supports them. People aren't exactly lining up to buy toys linked to the last Indiana Jones movie or the latest offering of the Marvels, both which were massive duds at the box office. Hasbro's laying off 1,100 employees right before Christmas. That's nice of them. The toy maker announced in a memo to the staff, the big picture, the maker of the children's favorites toys like Peppa Pig and Transformers action figures, along with Monopoly and Dungeons and Dragons fantasy games, has already laid off 800 workers prior to this. Driving the news? We anticipated the first three quarters to be challenging, particularly toys, where the market is coming off of historic pandemic-driven highs, Hasbro CEO Chris Cox said in the memo. Yeah, right. Good way to spin it. You know damn well it's because you're tied to Disney. You know it's because people are sick and tired of your crap. And Americans are in a very rapid pace walking away from woke, causing you to go broke, and they're supporting people that actually stick up for America. America first is becoming a big thing again. American pride is becoming a big thing again. And with the whole black, brown, Asian, and Jewish communities leaving the Democratic Party in droves and running to the Republican Party, folks, we might see the best America we've ever seen. 2025 might be the best America has ever been. And that's what we're, met. That's what we're counting on. That's where we're going with all of this. Now, I need a quick drink of my coffee. I urge you to have a drink of your coffee as we just passed our first hour. We also just reached 5,100 people live, ladies and gentlemen. Big shout out to all of you. And we're not even featured on the front page of Rumble. How about that? That's LFA strong right there, Eli. If you're just joining in, do not forget to hit that thumbs up button and make sure that you visit LFATV.us and jeremyharrell.com. Now, I talk about FWAM, food, water, air, ammo, and medicine. Those are the five things that you need to make sure that your family is going to be okay next year. One thing that we don't have is an ammo sponsor. I desperately want one. If anybody out there is an ammo dealer or, or, uh, and, wants a sponsor, and wants to sponsor LFA, hit me up. Because ammo prices are set to spike due to a worldwide shortage of gunpowder, Eli. Better get to the gun shop after work today because it's going to spike quick, all right? Vista Outdoor, the parent company to several ammunition uh, makers such as Federal, CCI, and Remington, has warned prices for ammunitions are expected to rise drastically in 2024 due to a worldwide shortage of gunpowder. Hmm. Hmm. In a letter sent to customers, Vista Outdoor warned that they would begin to increase prices on all of their ammunition products due to an anticipated global shortage of gunpowder. Vice President of Sales Brett Nelson stated, due to world events, our suppliers have notified us of unprecedented, unprecedented demand for and an anticipated global shortage of gunpowder and thus has increased our prices substantially. Nelson did not refer to what world events are causing the gunpowder shortage, but it's quite clear that the war in Ukraine and Gaza has resulted in an increased need for ammo. So there you go, folks. The United States puts us in all the wars. 
gives all our money away, gives all our guns away, gives all our ammo away, gives all our military-grade equipment away to people like the Taliban and al-Qaeda, and here we are, left with no ammo. Get out and get ammo today, ladies and gentlemen. Get out and get your ammo today. Ammo prices are going to skyrocket in 2024 because they want you completely DOA. They want you dead in the water. So, ladies and gentlemen, get out there and get it today. Um, Why don't get sponsored for animals? Why don't we get sponsored for animals? I don't know. Does somebody want to sponsor us for animals? I don't know what that means. I think you meant to say ammo. Why don't we have an ammo sponsor? That I don't know. I'd love to have one. I've never actually seeked an ammo sponsor out, but it might be a good time to get one. All right, folks. Now we are going to go out to L.A., okay? Speaking of ammo, speaking of protecting yourself, it looks like the people of L.A. are sick and tired of Los Angeles's crap. Big shout out to JL Jazz. I took some funds out of my IRA to pay down a credit card. I want to share some of the funds with the LFA TV network. It's not much, but it's what I can give. God bless you. God bless you. $50 is a lot. What do you mean that's not much? It's a massive donation. Thank you very much. And I know Eli appreciates it as well. To everybody who's been donating. We, we love you guys so much. Contact KIRAMO.com. Write that down, Eli. KIRAMO.com. We will. We'll check them out. All right, let's go out to L.A. People are sick and tired of these Palestinian freak rats in the streets. People are tired and sick and tired of Antifa and what's left of BLM now that they frauded everybody and made their millions and bought their mansions. All these people that are shutting down highways and stuff, well, L.A. has had enough. L.A. drivers decide to say, screw it. We're going to take divisive action. The cops aren't doing anything. They're sitting over there watching everybody do nothing. We're going to do it ourselves. And drivers in L.A. decide to remove pro-Hamas terrorists after they shut down the freeway and trap school buses with kids, Eli, on the buses. I've got a number of videos to show you about this. You probably have already seen it yesterday. It did happen yesterday, folks. This is in Los Angeles. Drivers sick and tired of the cops not doing a damn thing. So here we go. We're going to roll a sequence of these videos. That was the beginning of it. Cease fire now. Cease fire now. Why weren't you calling for cease fire when they glided in on their little paragliders and killed people? Why weren't you calling for your cease fire then, you rat nasty bastards? I am so sick of these scumbag rats, Eli. Uh, but tow trucks are going to be needed to get these, uh, some of these cars at least off of the freeway now. Uh, and you can see school buses. We don't know if there's any children on those school buses right now, but yeah, certainly there were, if there, there were. are, they are very late for school um, because there's simply nothing that could be done. It's difficult to tell SkyCal doing their best job to look in and see. I don't really see any, mo- any movement in there. Um, oh, no, there's oh, definitely there's, kids yes. on that bus. I saw uh, a small head pop up. So uh, yeah. and at least two school, school buses full of children very late for class today because of this protest. Not to mention the hundreds of motorists that are still stuck on the 110 southbound through downtown, all very likely trying to get to their places of business or where they needed to go this morning. And still many CHP uh, units on the freeway still have to turn around and get out of there. But maybe some good news here are first images now of at least three lanes of the southbound 110 I count now opening. 
Oh, that's nice. The police said, well, we'll open up a few lanes for you, the worthless sons of... You know what? Now, somebody said, I got to give it to Gina Marie. Eli, Gina Marie, we're going to give Gina Marie the Smarty Award of the Day, another Smarty Award of the Day, and we're also going to give her the Comment Award of the Day. So cue that drum roll. Gina Marie, sweetie, you get the Smarty Award of the Day for that comment. Bring it up. Marie said, why aren't they calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine? Ceasefire now. Ceasefire now. Why aren't you calling for a ceasefire in Ukraine? Why are you giving them more money to kill more people? Huh? So, ladies and gentlemen, the people of L.A. said, you know what? We've had enough. We're done with this. Get off the road. We've got to go to work. We've got lives to do. We've got things to do. We're not going to sit here and wait for the cops. Get your ass off the street. are just hurting working people somebody said you're just hurting all of us working people not rich people not bad people us working people let's go round them up let's go yeah yeah Drag them off the street. You know what really bothers me about the police there? The police just walk in and try to break up the fight instead of grabbing these people by the hair and dragging them off the road and putting handcuffs on them and throwing them in the back of the paddy wagon and taking them to jail for obstructing commerce, freedom, obstructing other people's freedoms of movement. 
Big shout out to OzFan. Big shout out to SL Hagen 5 and JL Jazz. We appreciate the contributions to LFA. Folks, we have 5,200 people watching live. It is truly an honor to have each and every one of you here. Thank you so very much. We are going to go to um, the next video of today. And because this is, there might be some newcomers here, so let me explain to you a little bit about what Live from America is. Um, there's so much going on around the world that a two-hour show was needed to go from sea to shining sea to touch on the major topics that are going on in as many different states and as many different cities as possible because we just didn't have enough time in one hour to really break down what was going on. And this show is called Live from America, so we truly do jump from one story to another. And I know it gets a little confusing. We try to keep it all together as much as possible, going from one story to another in a, in a, in a, in a fashion that makes sense. But you will see us jump around a lot. And really what I want to do is I want to make sure that you guys have the ammo so that you guys can go out there and finish doing the research from whatever story uh, is more passionate to you or something that kind of reaches out and jumps at you. Now, if you don't know, a few years ago here in the town that I live in, we had a, a guy by the name of Sam Calais, a little, little uh, loser, um, weak little coward loser, by the way, uh, satanic loser, still is to this day, and, uh, and his loser wife, they're both losers, uh, they tried desperately to get the nativity scene taken down here in Claremont, New Hampshire. They wanted the nativity scene taken down because it violated the, I, I guess I don't know. I just, they, they hate Christmas. They're bah humbugs, right? Like every other liberal moron out there. So they tried to get it taken down. And of course, you know me, I was going to be loud and active at that time. I had Facebook and I basically just basically, you want attention, you're going to get attention. So I gave them the attention via social media that these losers wanted. Right, Eli? Remember that? And so it was a big deal, right? This guy got all mad. He ended up filing tried to file charges against me for harassment, defamation of character, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And he tried, and he took me to court. He tried to get the judge to put a restraining order on me and a gag order on me from talking about it. So him and his loser wife showed up in all of their loserness, and I in all of my winningness and awesomeness with God and with all of you and with greatness and patriotism. I know I'm being a little bit vain there. I'm doing it as a joke. Showed up without a lawyer and beat the brakes off of him to the point where he left the courtroom going, uh, but, uh, but, uh, but what about this? And he said this and he was so mean and he said this. And the judge said, look, while Jeremy definitely isn't being displaying the best Christianity that he, that he says that he, that he supports, he does have a freedom of speech to say what he wants. And if he's not lying about you that hurts you in any way, he could basically say what he wants. If you don't like it, get off social media. Get a helmet, basically. Well, ladies and gentlemen, he was unsuccessful at being able to take down the nativity scene or to have anything happen to me because he's a loser. And we all know that if you're a loser, you cannot be a winner. I'm a loser. Right? Okay, moving on. I'm a loser. Some nativity scenes around the country have been taken down. And they've been taken down due to pressure. And this one fire department in this town, which I will play the video for you now, decided to cave to that pressure and take down the nativity scene. About a small town that you cannot find anywhere else. 
To avoid a possible lawsuit, the Toledo Fire Department took down the nativity display last Thursday night, leaving residents bewildered and confused. Some sharing their feelings with city council, concerned about outsiders intruding on the small town's annual tradition. They drove through the town and they said, let's pick a fight. They said, let's pick a fight, let's, let's just uh, send them a letter and try to scare them into making a decision because if they get one, they get another. Now that the nativity scene's been moved down a few blocks from the fire department to private property, many Tama County citizens are showing up to the Toledo City Council meeting to stand in solidarity in support of keeping the Christmas display in public view. And you're here because you don't want us to lose our heritage. Supporters of the Christmas display also suggesting ways to get around this complaint by asking lawmakers for advice or examining at similar instances like this one, hoping to keep the nativity scene at the fire department where it's always been. To try to, to rectify it, and no matter what we do, it's not going to be what they want. We're going to find issue with it. And so if you put it back, put the ball <coughs> in their court and let them figure out what to do with it. City officials hearing the crowd loud and clear are making plans on how to handle the situation. So we want to do our due diligence, make sure we're doing everything we can. The support is definitely there to keep the activity set up. Here's the deal. If you are not telling somebody else that they can't have their religious display up, then you're not violating any laws, any rules, or anything. Stop being weak. Stop caving to Satan. Stop caving to the mob. Because once you do that, it never stops. Stand up. Tell them no from the very beginning. Tell them separation of church and state is not a thing. You're not going to find it in the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, the Federalist Papers, or any other founding document. Shut your mouth and move back. It's that simple. And when you fight back, it's amazing how they just stop. So if you guys want to know where this was, this was in eastern Iowa, an eastern Iowa fire department. Toledo Fire Department, Eastern or residents in Toledo, Iowa, do not favor the nativity scene being taken down. But to avoid a possible lawsuit, the Iowa town removed it, saying this, nativity scenes on public property are unnecessary, inappropriate, and divisive. It is irrefutable that nativity is a religious Christian symbol. The best solution is to remove the nativity scene. How many people are going to move to Toledo, Iowa now? Are you? Do you think maybe we should spend the afternoon today, I don't know, lighting them, lighting the town up, and telling them, you know, what you do has national repercussions these days? I'm sure not Toledo, Ohio. Nope, it's not Ohio. It is Iowa, not Ohio. So just so you guys know, it is Iowa, not Ohio. Check out Ottawa, Illinois court case, painting in the park, case one, 1992. Residents need to vote these people out. Yes, light them up. Let's do it. The music was so loud. I know, right? That's how we do it here. No, actually, it didn't, we didn't mean to do that. <laughs> Apologize on that. So yeah, um... That's definitely something that's a problem here in the United States. It's caving to the mob, and we definitely need to stop that uh, today. Now, speaking of holidays, speaking of um, Christmas parties, we're going to go from Iowa to Boston. 
just south of me. Far-left Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, you guys might know of her, invites only elected people of color to the holiday party. The office then claims that the email was sent mistakenly. Far-left Boston Mayor Michelle Wu invited only elected people of color to her holiday party. A Wu Wu admin official then claimed the email was mistakenly sent out to all Boston City councilors after the backlash. Of course, honorable members, on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, I cordially invite you and a guest to the Elects of Color holiday party on Wednesday, December 13th at 5.30 p.m. at the Parkman House, 33 Beacon Street. We know right where that is, don't we, babe? Um, a Wu administration official on behalf of the mayor mistakenly sent out all Boston city councilors an email prompting only elected people of color. Denise Dos Santos, the mayor's director of city council relations, told the body's honorable members that on behalf of Mayor Michelle Wu, she was cordially inviting them and a guest to the elected color, elects of colored color holiday party. Not a Christmas party, a holiday party. Approximately 15 minutes later, however, Dos Santos sent out a follow-up email after it got caught to, to say to city councilors apologizing for the prior email which was apparently only meant for those who were invited. The body includes seven white counselors and six of color. Quote, I wanted to apologize for my previous email regarding a holiday party for tomorrow. Dos Santos, a Cape Viridian black woman, wrote, I did send that to everyone by accident, and I apologize if my email may have offended some people or came across that way. Sorry for any, for any confusion. So hold on, hold on. You're apologizing for sending the send to all but you're not apologizing for doing it in the first place. You see that? Michelle Wu is a piece of trash, by the way. And if you don't remember, we reported on something here about eight, nine months ago. I think it was earlier this year where the Christian flag, a a lawsuit was one where the Christian flag was able to be put up um, outside of City Hall in Boston, and Michelle Wu fought it. Michelle Wu fought it to the very end. She wanted it all to be completely eradicated. No God, no Jesus, no anything. And we beat her then. And then she does this. Again, note that they did not apologize for sending it or for even having the party. They only apologized for pressing send to all. And we're sorry if it uh, offended you, but we're still having the party anyway. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, Michelle Wu is still a piece of garbage. Oh, and by the way, for the losers out there that put the thumbs down, you should really show us how much you hate us and click the thumbs down twice. That'll really show them. That'll really show Jeremy. He's so fat. He's so stupid. Isn't he, guys? Press that thumbs down twice. Show me how much you really hate us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, one thing we don't hate is silver and gold. Silver and gold. I don't really have a lot of silver and gold. And I don't think a lot of you do. However, for some of you out there that still have your 401ks, your IRA uh, accounts, your retirement programs, what's it look like today compared to what it looked like when Donald Trump was in office? Does it look better or worse? Is it significantly worse? Well, I can tell you that 9.9 out of 10 of you have a significantly worse retirement fund than you had in 2018, right? 
So, if you don't want it to go down to zero, I highly suggest that those of you who have those, that you reach out to goldco.com today. And you can even go right down here to the bottom right-hand corner and click this up right here. And you can chat with somebody here. If you're not a phone person, if you don't want to do it online, if you just want to just talk with somebody by typing in, Where's the live chat? Right there. There's the live chat. You put in your first name, your last name, phone number, and email, and then you tell them what you want to talk about, and they'll get right on there and talk with you about it. They'll talk with you by phone. They'll talk with you online. Goldcode.com slash live. Do not let it go to zero. Request a free kit today or call 855-450-1394 today. Goldco.com. Another amazing company that has been here for quite some time is 4patriots.com. That is 4patriots.com. Now, you guys have seen me talk about the the 2000X, the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. That's the larger one. That's the big boy. That's the one that could do your refrigerator, uh, your freezer, your air conditioner. That thing is a bad mamma jamma. The 2000X Expansion Pack Platinum Upgrade is also available for that. It comes with an extra solar panel, they're, by, they're big, by the way. They're pretty big. comes with an extra solar panel, and it comes with the expansion pack. You pop this bad boy on the top. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you're going to find it hard for a gas generator to put out as much power as this bad boy does, and for as long as it does. And it can run inside your home clean and efficiently with an expansion pack. So go to 4Patriots. That's the number, 4Patriots.com today. Buy yourself the Patriot Power Generator 2000X, the medium-sized, or the Patriot Sidekick because you're going to need to be in control of your energy sometime soon, whether it's a power outage or a war, 4Patriots.com. Promo code LFA, and you'll get free Christmas delivery if you order by the 18th of December, folks, today. Order by the 18th of December, get it by Christmas. Fourpatriots.com. Now moving on. Chris Cuomo is a jerk. Is that a, is that a safe assessment to say? Chris Cuomo is a jerk? Now look, ladies and gentlemen, I am all for comedy. And I am all for laughing at things, even if it's funny and it's a little bit inappropriate. Okay although I'm working on my behavior lately. But if you have a person on your show that has Tourette's and you know what Tourette's does to his person, well, then you better be prepared for that person to have a Tourette's moment on your show, something that Chris Cuomo was very, very bad at doing. So I guess the thing to say is Chris Cuomo had somebody on his show with Tourette's and it went, hmm, Pretty much exactly how you think it would go. Now, I want to say viewer discretion advised because this woman does have Tourette, so she's definitely going to swear. But Chris Cuomo's reaction was uncalled for and sickening, if you ask me. Roll it. Do things like that. I've had parents reach out to me asking me, oh, my son's coming home with a girlfriend and his girlfriend has Tourette syndrome. (laughs) So... And then I also get very evil people that would comment and say, like, go fuck yourself, Chris. Lick your baby mean and blow up your ass. What are your own biscuit, fat ass? That have told me that my parents deserved to die in a car accident because I'm faking my condition. Or people have told me that, like, I've had to have the police at my house because people gave out my location and said they're going to come torch my house. Like, it's crazy. (laughs) 
Here's the thing. Clinically, people suck. And they're mean. Do things like that. Clinically, people suck. Well, you suck. Now, while the general public might laugh at that when that happens, and I admit it, it's kind of funny what they say, right, when that happens. If you have her on your show, you don't laugh because you know that it's coming. And she's on there to talk about the disrespect that she gets from it. The last thing that you should do is laugh when it happens. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Again, it's nothing if somebody just laughs at that. It is funny what they say. It even brought a smile to my face. But it wouldn't have made me laugh uncontrollably and have to cover my mouth if I had her on my show. That's where he's an idiot. That's where he's a jerk. She's on your show to talk about the disrespect that she's getting from people, and then you disrespect her and do that. That's why he's on News Nation and not his old place, CNN. Which is also, ladies and gentlemen, a heaping dumpster fire. So let's go to CNN for a minute. Because Vivek Ramaswamy had a town hall with CNN in Des Moines, Iowa. And I got to say, ladies and gentlemen, he buried what was left of CNN. I will give it to Vivek. He buried what was left of CNN. Roll it. Use the phrase inside job to describe what happened on January 6th. The next day, Capitol rioter Alan Hosteller uh, highlighted your comments at his sentencing. He is going to prison for 11 years. Hosteller threatened members of Congress. He brought a hatchet, knives, pepper spray, stun batons, tactical gear to the U.S. Capitol. Are you concerned that a convicted felon like that is now promoting your comments in court? So here's my concern, Abby. And I want to tell you guys where I'm at. If you had told me, it's close to three years ago that January 6, 2021 happened. If you had told me three years ago, back when I was a biotech CEO, not steeped in this world, I was just consuming passive media, but was focused on my world of developing medicines. If you had told me that January 6 was in any way an inside job, the subject of government entrapment, I would have told you that was crazy talk. Fringe conspiracy theory nonsense. I can tell you now, having gone somewhat deep in this, it's not. I mean, the reality is this. We do have a government, first of all, we have to acknowledge that has lied to us systematically over the last several years about the origin of COVID-19, about the Hunter Biden laptop that we were told was false by 51 CIA experts and otherwise before we now know that it was true. You can go straight down the list, the Trump-Russia disinformation collusion hoax, all of it. Now we come to January 6th. The reality is we know that there were federal law enforcement agents in that field. We don't know how many. I think it's Mr. shameful, Ramaswamy, if, if I may finish just answering well, this, let me this, just, is, this is I, really I'm gonna, important. Now. I'm going to go ahead and interrupt you here because, because you're I saying know this, that there the establishment were, doesn't approve of this message. I know that this, there were federal we should agents. be able to talk about this. You're saying that there were federal this is, agents This is important to talk about. This, you this are saying there were federal agents in the pad on, on, yes. on January 6th. Yep. There is no evidence that there were federal agents in the crowd on January so, 6th. So why before Congress, when pressed on what the number was, they didn't say there were none. They just couldn't so say how many there were. So you're saying that there's no, that you have not seen evi- any evidence so that we've there seen were. Multiple, and so we've seen multiple informants suggesting that there were. We know people were, we know people were FBI informants who were asked to Is there any evidence? May I just finish this and you can come back and question me? Well, let me clarify. I know it's very uncomfortable for you. I'm going to clarify my question I know this is an uncomfortable issue for many people, but we have to do the truth here. I'm going to clarify my question because I want to make sure that you understand what I'm asking. I understand this. 
happens deeply. And I told you, I was where working three years the, ago. I'm not there now. Where is the evidence? Yes. Where is the evidence that the government had a plot? So let's do this. An inside job. I, but no, no, I'm going to tell you what inside job is. I'm not going to violence on January 6th. Where I'm not going to let you put words in my that? mouth. I'm going to put my words in my mouth. And I'm going to tell you what, what I mean by that. Where is the evidence that the government was involved Entrapment. in planning or executing okay. January 6th? Where so I'm going I'm to give you hard facts. And, and if I may, Abby, I know this is going to be a little uncomfortable. But we're going we're, we're gonna to go through this and you can, and you can, you can push Just back on it for after the evidence. That. And you can push back on that. And let's do this fairly. Why did they suppress footage of now what's been released, 200 hours of footage of shooting rubber bullets into that crowd, shooting tear gas into that crowd? You didn't see that before. You saw what the response was to that. Uh, now you see footage coming out of actually rolling out the red carpet for Capitol Mr. Police allowing Mr. people in, again, right through the front the vast door. majority I mean, of that footage evidence should have been released shows, before, Abby. Mr. Ramaswamy, the vast majority been of the before. footage shows and my police officers being overrun and, and talk about one more by violent really rioters. That's yeah, what I'm the vast majority of it shows. So what, here's what entrapment you can't is. Cherry no, no, pick. I'm not cherry-picking. If I may finish, Abby. If I may finish, Abby. I'm not cherry-picking. To the contrary. To the you country, you know who cherry picked you know cherry picked the government. That, that is what happened. The government cherry picked 12 hours of footage when there was 200 hours of footage. The cherry picking was the government, not me. Release so, the whole thing. And let me let me just finish one thing too, because this is super important as a topic. So when you, I when, think this is a civil libertarian issue of our time. When we talking, Whitmer's kidnapping. I want to keep. I want to be really clear on this, because it's the same issue in the same FBI, same even part of the FBI. Three people who were in an alleged plot to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer were acquitted at the end of trial. Because it was entrapment. That is, government agents put them up to do something they otherwise wouldn't have done. They gave them credit cards with spending limits of up to $5,000, encouraged them to buy munitions, plan something they weren't otherwise willing to plan. So much so, and I want people at home to know this, especially CNN viewers to know this, is that one of the jurors went to those defendants and apologized afterwards, gave him a hug, apologized, seeing what the government had put a poor guy up to who had to go to some Mexican restaurant across the street to get hot water. These people were exploited with credit cards up to $5,000, FBI agents, putting them up to a kidnapping plot that we were told was true but was entrapment. 14, Same thing with the Capitol Police, people Mr. letting them freely. Many of those people Mr. then Mr. being charged. Look, the government cannot I, put you up I to do something and then Mr. charge you for it. Look, That's wrong. I don't want to have to do it. To the left or I don't, right, I don't, don't want to have to. <sighs> okay, <clears throat> a lot to unpack there. First of all, he did a great job. Very hard, very hard to not come off as disrespectful or mansplaining, but I would have said, shut your mouth and let me talk. You're acting like a child, so if you're going to act like a child, I'm going to treat you like a child. Shut your mouth when I am talking and answering your questions. And then I'll shut my mouth when you babble out bullshit, you know what, out of yours. How about that? If you're going to ask me questions, shut your mouth while I answer them, or I'm going to take this mic off, throw it on the floor, and I got things to do. I'll go talk to these people out in the hallway. You don't want me to answer these questions on your stupid, worthless, dying network because you're a bunch of lying, no-good scumbags who have pushed this Shamuary 6 committee crap right along with your little COVID counter crap. How'd that work out for you? You'll be the next one fired, moron. Shut your mouth or I'm gone. What do you want to do? 
Would you like to have a discussion? Or would you like to stand here and look stupid while this crowd files out because nobody cares who you are? Nobody's here to hear you talk. Shut your mouth. That's what I would have said. But of course, then I wouldn't be elected president. <laughs> oh, I can see where I can see we're freezing up. What's the matter? What's the matter? The powers that be don't like LFA TV. Hey, CCP. Hey, UK government. Take two of these and call me in the morning. We're still rolling on. And guess what? The more you freeze the video, the more people refresh and the more views we get. So eat Schiff. Oh, how you like that? Moving on. <laughs> Let's bring up the Rumble chat. Let's see what these LFA fans... We were all riled up here, 5,000 people watching two hours into the show. You're blurring up, Jeremy. Yeah, I know. I know. They can't handle it. They can't handle it. I would still vote for you, Jeremy. Well, thank you very much. He did good. I would have answered with my fists. Ouch. Ouch. Control center is probably yelling in her ears. Don't let him talk. Roll on, roll on. We're going to keep rolling on. You know we are. Jeremy, you're blurry. No, your eyes are, you need glasses. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yes, I know. We're blurry. I get it. I wish he would have said something. Well, he did the best he could. Remember, he's running for president. He can't really beat Jeremy when he's doing, (laughs) when he's doing that. Uh, There's a lot of loyal patriots. Yes, there really is. Yes, there is. I love you, Jeremy. Um, I do this too. I hear breathing, so I think these bored communists are listening to me. Don't care. Wow, Jeremy, they were even going after Julie Green this morning. Well, you know, trying to get us. Jeremy, it's my birthday Sunday. Carol Morris. Well, Carol, just in case, just in case, let me sing happy birthday to you now. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Carol. Happy birthday to you. Can you get Tucker on your show? Probably not, Logan. Can you get Tucker on my show? That'd be great. I'd appreciate that. Happy birthday, Carol. That's exactly right. He's on the gravy train with two, with biscuit wheels. Well, that's exactly what Vivek is on. He's on that gravy train with biscuit wheels. Okay, we got to go and talk about Speaker Mike Johnson. While I am happy... That Speaker Mike Johnson has allowed the impeachment inquiry vote to happen. Finally, I'm not very happy with his support for Ukraine. I'm not very happy with his willingness to be all buddy-buddy with Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell Oh, did you see him yesterday during the Jewish menorah lighting? Oh, yeah, they were all hanging out together. Mike, Mike Johnson was standing next to, uh, to, uh, to Chuck Schumer, and they were hanging out, and they were laughing. I would have nothing to say to that pile of trash. You notice that? See, you can tell a lot about a man by the way he carries himself. And you, I, I understand you have to be colleagues. That's great. That's great. You can be colleagues. That's fine. But to sit there and be... I would never joke with Chuck Schumer. If Chuck Schumer tried to joke with me and he touched me in any way, I'd spit in his face. Touch me first. So I don't know what's going on there, but I do, I do like the fact that Speaker Johnson does want to expand the intensity of the January 6th probe. Now, before we get to my big disappointment in Speaker Johnson that happened yesterday, 
I do support opening up a bigger January 6th probe, which entails opening up an investigation into Benny Thompson, Adam Schiff, Nancy Pelosi, Liz Cheney, Adam Kinzinger, and the rest of the people that were on that sham committee. I do support opening up an investigation into that. So we'll see where that goes. But as of right now, I am not overly impressed with Mike Johnson. And here's the biggest reason why. Go ahead and put this up. And I'd like to thank Rockin' Rev Dean. He sent me this late last night. That is Speaker Mike Johnson walking the halls with former Speaker and big-time rhino Paul Ryan. The worst person that you could possibly have in your ear or having meetings with, especially since Paul Ryan has no business being in the House of Representatives and has no business being in the halls of Congress. Why is Paul Ryan having meetings with Mike Johnson? Another thing that I would not do if I was the Speaker of the House. I would not have meetings with irrelevant Losers like Paul Ryan. And if you don't know who Paul Ryan is, I'd like to go and show you a video that was put together by our friend here at LFA TV, Max Evans, who puts together the Ultra MAGA videos that you see here a lot. Let's go. This is Paul Ryan, if you need to know who he was and who he is. What I would like to know, was there one point where there was one moment when you said, this is the guy, this is my guy. On August 1st, it was time to make that final decision. Uh, I, I called uh, Paul and uh, said, uh, I'd like to meet you on Sunday. And uh, we sat down and uh, made it happen. Well, you know, th this is a guy who's a real leader. Well, I mean, Paul could become, if it were necessary, could become president. He has the experience and, and judgment, capacity and character to become to become president. He's a lot that like DeSantis. That was the first and most Paul Ryan and DeSantis. What, what will be your role in the campaign? Are you going to be the attack dog? You're going to help them win this race. Many unbearable hours later. One week ago, millions of Americans saw his name on the ballot running for vice president of the United States. Tonight, ABC's Jonathan Carl sits down with him to ask, why did they lose? How did it go wrong on election night? How much of a shock was it? Well, you know, we, we thought we had a really good chance of winning. Um, you know, the polling and the data and all the people who are the smart people who watch this stuff, um, they had a pretty optimistic view on the night. So as you can imagine, it was a bit of a shock when we didn't win. My role is to continue to be a champion of ideas. A consolation of some kind. Uh, so you, I know you asked him about 2016. What about it? Is he in? Diane, a lot of Republicans say that he will be the clear front runner going into the uh, 2016 battle for the uh, Republican presidential nomination. All right, Jonathan, Carl. One million, zillion, jillion, dillion, cotillion times later. I like Ron. I like Glenn Youngkin. I like Mike Pompeo, Nikki Haley, Mike Pence. You name it. Any one of these candidates would make a fine president. Two thousand years later. What are your solutions? What do you see? What's happening? That's what we, we, this is, this is the annual sum that Mitt Romney and I bring together. We have people from the Trump administration. We have Democrats. Literally zero skill set. Has been a career hack politician. You know, body man first, one of these staffers. 
He's like Cosmo Man down in Louisiana. Garrett Graves, lest we forget. If you're a shareholder of Fox, how do you sit there with that guy? The boy, he's out there against Trump. It's not in our DNA to support him. Hey, take your DNA, put it where the sun don't shine, brother. Join me in welcoming the next president of the United States, Paul Ryan. Every now and then, I'm known to make a mistake. He's going to be the next vice president of the United States. Paul Ryan is an establishment hack loser um, who's a Trump hater. He is very much in the corner of Ron DeSantis going against Trump. He's very much in the corner and in the ear of all these Republicans who are rhinos, the big rhinos, you know, like the Ken Bucks, um, the Mitt Romneys, the Kevin McCarthy's. They're all in that niche group together that hate Donald Trump. Have you ever heard of the Lincoln Project? If you've never heard of the Lincoln Project, folks, the Lincoln Project is put together by a bunch of rhinos who are all, well, let's just say there's a bunch of pedophile allegations thrown at these people, some of which have had charges brought against them for some weird pedophile activity, and they hate Donald Trump. Well, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, Adam Kinzinger, all of these kind of Republican losers, the old Republicans that want us gone so very bad. That's them. Brian says, announce your departure from LFA. Do you need a hot pocket or a diaper change prior to leaving? Who left, Eli? Somebody in there, somebody in there being upset? Huh? I'm going to pull up the Rumble chat real quick. Is somebody, in the, uh, somebody in the Rumble chat needed a diaper change? Seems like Johnson has the Lincoln Project fighting him. Give him a chance. Look, I've given I'm giving him chances. I'm not saying um, it's ready to vote a motion to vacate yet. All I'm saying is I'm seeing the red flags and the red flags are the same red flags that came with Kevin McCarthy. That's what I'm saying. The Lincoln Project defames the name of Abraham Lincoln. No, someone was just saying bye. Oh, okay. Oh, it's just Scotty leaving. Oh, okay. I thought somebody was being rude and was leaving. Okay. Oh, F Israel and F Trump said B-O-U-Z-X. Who's that, Eli? Uh, you have a neutral. Leave them here. Leave them here. Hey, you should give us a thumbs down. Twice. You should give us two thumbs down. Oh, hi. Thanks for checking in. I'm still a piece of garbage. <laughs> hey, trolls. I'm a loser. <laughs> Hey, can you imagine I'm a loser, being such a loser and I'm not what that I in your adult life, you go on a video streaming platform to waste your time to jump into their chat, add to their numbers, right? Just to go, F Trump, F, 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 F Israel. Uh, huh. I, bet that's, I bet that might be a loser from one of those other smaller networks, Eli. What do you think? Maybe people who hate Israel. Sounds about right. Oh, did they run away already? What's that, Eli? Eli has a good point. He said trolls are really weak today. They really are. Trolls really are weak today compared to what they used to be. I remember when trolling was like, man, we got to get rid of these trolls. And now it's like, can we get some trolls, please? Like, they're just weak today. Oh, but you know, the good thing about it is, is these, these, um, 
these people that do this, that jump in, you know what they're really looking for, Eli? They're looking for truth. Free speech? Yeah. Anyway, well, ladies and gentlemen, we got two videos to end on. Another one here. I like this one also from Max Evans. And this is using um, Ben Berkwam's. This is using Ben Berkwam's uh, video footage of Chicago and how the Democrats are just fed up. I mean, the, uh, the black community in Chicago, New York, they're just fed up completely with the Democratic Party. And I thought we'd save it to the end of the show. Go ahead and roll it. Black people have not overcome the legacy of slavery and the uh, uh, bringing a new people in to compete with us for jobs, goods, contracts, and, and service is, is devastating uh, to our community. How you doing, sir? Just a second. Mayor, why are you selling out Chicago for illegal aliens? Why are you blaming right-wing extremists instead of the Democrat Party that caused this? The citizens of Chicago know the truth. And we resent the, the, the government letting these people come in under disguise of sanctuary, under disguise of uh, a new American. What about the old American? They do not do check on these people. They know nothing about them. Their health, mental health, physical health. They don't know if they're criminals or nothing. So I just can't believe it. Black people have been on, 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 on the Democratic plantation long enough. We have to teach these people, these Democrats, how to treat us. We, we cannot continue to just vote blindly for the Democrats. Uh, I'm anti-Democrat, and for whatever reason, uh, seems like to me, the, the black man mind is just messed up uh, uh, with this Democratic machine. And the Democratic machine is not working for us. Try Trump out. Try the Republican out. It can't get any work. Right here in the city of Chicago is the most corrupt city in America. Owner number one, Chicago. Thank you very, very much. And make this uh, uh, be seen and heard all over the world. Thank you. Make America great again. We vote for Trump. Amen. See what I love about Ben, what I love about people like Ryan, what I love about people that, like the journalists out there. I wouldn't consider, I'm not a journalist, I'm more of a reporter. Um, I do break some stories here and there and, and go out and find the stories that, um, you know, that other people aren't. Uh, but these guys like Ben Berkwam, people like Ryan Maddup, you know, they're out there, they're getting the real truth from people around the world you know and that's why ben works for a company that, that, that calls itself real america's voice he goes out there and gets real america's voice and if you go around the country you'll not find even i think you'll find maybe two out of ten people say they hate trump when you drove around during the election you didn't see biden um eli have you seen one biden campaign thing at all no, no i mean even now I've not seen one Biden yard sign. I saw two Trump, uh, things yeah, I've not seen one Biden yard sign. Is anybody, can we pull up the rumble chat? Does anybody see any Biden campaign signs anywhere? And I'm telling you, if you do, it might only be one person. And the reason why is because they have no campaign. They have no campaign headquarters. They're not really running for office. No, because we're not a cult. We don't have to Let's see. Let's see. You're not going to. No. Nope. Nope. Now, these are people that are watching from all over the country, Eli. So I really, truly want to see if anybody has seen one Biden sign. 
Let's slow this down. I mean, this time around, not last time around, this time around. Nope. Nope. Not here in Massachusetts. Nope. Look at this. Eli, nobody has seen one this time around. There's thousands of people in this chat. Crooks don't need signs. Well, that's a good point. Seen a Biden bumper sticker, somebody said. Look at this. This is blowing my mind. No hats, no yard signs, no flags, no support, no anything. It truly is incredible. And, there, and, and, and this is talking about a lot of people in, in, in left-wing states and cities, Eli. There's people in here in Massachusetts, California. Never, they, don't, they don't see them. Eli said, yeah, but he got 81 million votes, though, dude. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, man. All right, folks, before we get to the last video, and by the way, you're going you're gonna to thank, thank that you stayed to the last part of the video because it's, it's pretty awesome now how we're going to end the show today. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, we got to talk about the Wellness Center. All right, we've got to. I have asked the Wellness Center to become a, a longtime network sponsor because I'm telling you, folks, what the wellness company's doing and at the Wellness Center, the wellness company, what they're doing is truly remarkable. They are going after the damages that have been done to your body because of the vaccines. They, have, they are now creating things that reverse the spike protein damage that's done to you. Not creating, but putting together real good medicine from real doctors like Dr. Emmanuel, Stella, uh, Stella Emanuel, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Drew, and so many others. So many others. Look at Simone Gold. All of these people support real medicine, real physicians, real people giving you real diagnosis and not being woke to line their pockets. And that's what they're doing over at the wellness company, folks. It's truly incredible. So whether it be your emergency medical kit that can house all of your prescriptions and you can get your prescriptions from non-woke doctors, right? Or you can get a COVID kit which is about the same size, comes with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, nebulizers, arbuterol. You can even, like I said, take things with the, medical, or with the wellness company that will reverse the, the damage that the spike protein has done to you. I have asked them to become a network sponsor for life because it's that incredible. Here's how you can do it. Go to twc.health slash LFA. Reach out and talk to a doctor, a virtual care doctor, and stop going and lining the pockets of these hospitals and these, and these physicians because they're all working for the wrong people. Now, if you have a physician that's a family physician, that's a great physician, you've never had to deal with masks or vaccines or anything like that, then don't worry about it. But if you think that this is something that might work for you, give them a call today. Reach out to them today, twc.health slash LFA. And while you're at it, while you're making sure that you can get the medication that you need and, have, and be prepared for anything that happens, like with COVID or anything else, also be prepared with an EnviroCleanse air purifying unit, folks. Take a deep breath out with the bad, in with the good. Get rid of the viruses in your home. Get rid of the airborne bacteria and diseases that are flying through your, flying in and out of your front door. Any of those uh, odors that are coming in, like if you have pets and you have a lot of odor, you have a lot of hair, you have a lot of dust, they're coming in and out, bringing all that with them. The EnviroCleanse unit is the 
the most unstoppable air purifier on planet Earth, and we've showed you side-by-side side to other air purifiers. It destroys them. It stomps them. A 1,000 square foot radius cleaning out your house. As a matter of fact, I just got my mom another HEPA filter today. So, ladies and gentlemen, EnviroCleanse, go to ekpure.com. That is ekpure.com, and use the promo code LFA. You'll get a free air kit. You'll get $150 off. And, folks, you can set up a payment plan of four easy payments with easy, uh, EK Pure EnviroCleanse. Do it today. EKPure.com. Promo code LFA. And now, I think the moment we've all been waiting for. I want you all, if you're watching on your phone, if you're watching on the computer, back out real quick and take a good look at the thumbnail. I'm going to do it myself. Go back to the LFA homepage. Take a good look at the thumbnail. You see the thumbnail has Donald Trump. The thumbnail has Clarence Thomas, and the thumbnail has Rudy Giuliani. And I believe, ladies and gentlemen, if you look at the bottom of the thumbnail, you'll see Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Judge Chutkin, Eric Fartwell, and Nancy Pelosi. And it says Judgment Day. I honestly believe, from what I'm hearing, that Rudy Giuliani will be the top pick for the Attorney General of the DOJ. And I think Clarence Thomas is going to have a huge role and a huge hand, because Clarence has a lot of power in these Supreme Court decisions that are coming down. And ladies and gentlemen, by God's will, we will, we will see a judgment day politically in our life in, in, in just a few short months, maybe another year. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, here we go. If you in any way want to get involved in taking back this country, the first thing that you need to do is make sure you're right with God. The first thing that you need to do is make sure that you are rapture ready. The second thing that you need to make sure that you have on is the full armor of God. And once you've got that full armor of God on, then ladies and gentlemen, and only then, will God put together a path for you. He will put you forth on a path, and that path will take you to whatever it is that you have skill to do. But somebody, somewhere has something that we need to save this country, that we need to make America great again. If that's you, then I want you to stand up today and say it's me. I want you to go become a precinct committee man. I want you to go become a ballot counter and a ballot watcher. I want you today to stand up, ladies and gentlemen, because we are going to make this country so great. It's going to make the world's head spin. And I am so incredibly happy to be here with you doing this today. God bless each and every one of you. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please go to JeremyHerald.com, ladies and gentlemen, JeremyHerald.com or go to LFATV.us and show us some love and check out the new gear, Rapture Ready, on JeremyHerald.com. God bless you guys. Remember, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel because Kevin Smith comes up next with Loud Majority and you're not going to want to miss it. I love you guys. God bless you. And I'll see you tomorrow or in a chat on LFA TV.